You're listening to the U.S. Glass Magazine's special daily podcast, Glass Industry Update, The Coronavirus. I'm your podcast moderator, Chris Bunn. This podcast is designed to bring you the latest industry news surrounding the business disruptions in our industry caused by the worldwide pandemic. Be sure to check in daily for a new podcast with the latest updates. And now I'll turn it over to Deb Levy, publisher of U.S. Glass, who will give you an update and introduce our special guest. Well, good day, everyone, and welcome to our daily podcast around the COVID-19 crisis that we're all enduring. Um, I'm thrilled that you have joined us today to hear a distributor's view of everything that is going on in the glass industry surrounding the virus. Uh, As you know from the podcast of the last week or so, we've been trying to share a different point of view from a different segment of the industry each day. And we're very pleased and fortunate today to have the distributor view. And of all the different sectors of our business, distributors are among the smallest in numbers and the most on the line. And uh, we're very pleased to have Rick Lesserman, co-owner of Gerard Glass in Los Angeles with us today. Rick, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Uh, You're very welcome and happy to... uh be with you and share my views on what's going on. Thanks so much. Virus. Yeah, before before we get into those views, though, there may be a few readers who are not familiar with your company, and there may be a few listeners as well. So if you've got a second and want to tell us a little bit about what you all are and do, that would be great. Well, I will, and you're being kind by saying a few. It's probably just about all your viewers and readers, but uh, we are a distributor of glass and mirror in the Los Angeles area, so we do service Southern California and have done so since the 1950s, and I've been here since 1984. Um, oh, wow. So it's been quite a long quite a long time, and again, we're, we're pretty much strictly a distributor. We don't temper... We have one polishing machine, that's the extent of our fabrication, so we pretty much just resell to the trade, stock sheets and cases and cut size. So you are a distributor in the very old-fashioned sense of the word. That's pretty neat. Correct. Correct. Very old-fashioned. We were told 25 years ago that our days were numbered, and mm-hmm. <laughs> we're still here. Still so there. We're doing something right. Ready. That's great. And, you know, you and I got to talk first when you sent me an email and were telling me a little bit about your trip back from Ireland. Will you tell our listeners about how what happened to you and how you were able to get back? Yeah, my wife and I were in Ireland visiting our son and his family, who he works with Eli Lilly Pharmaceutical out of Indianapolis. And he was on a in the fifth month of a six-month work assignment in Cork, Ireland. And uh, mm. we had not been to Europe since our honeymoon 34 years ago. And uh, oh, wow. so we were so looking forward to this trip and debated. We first went to New York to visit our other son. And I, in fact, canceled it, was thinking about canceling the trip and coming back to Los Angeles because of the... Uh, potentially be stuck in Ireland because of the virus, but uh, but decided to go through with it because we really wanted to see our son and grandchildren and, and daughter-in-law, and went there. And the, the airport traveling was fine, but once we got there, there was definitely concern in Ireland about the virus. And and um, while we were there, the, when Trump gave the speech the one night about the travel restrictions which at that time did not include Ireland. My daughter 
uh, booked us a ticket home a couple days late uh, after the speech because we weren't due to come home for like nine days later. And so we pretty much, that's what we did. So an 11-day vacation turned into a three-and-a-half-day vacation. Yeah, I'm so sorry, especially having to miss out on such a beautiful con- country as well. But I'm sure, I'm sure all your coworkers and your family were glad to see you home safely, though. Yeah, it was difficult. Then we came home and, and self-isolated for almost two full weeks. And fortunately, mm-hmm. I do work with my brother, so mm-hmm. he was able to to run the business while I stayed at home. As a distributor, it's not easy to work from home. Um, it's kind of a hands-on business. So I worked sure. a little from home, but uh, not a whole lot. Not a lot. And, you know, it's funny, Rick, as I was thinking about the different segments of the industry and how they were going to endure and get through this emergency, I thought that the distribution level would have some of the largest challenges ahead of them because um, unlike other levels, it's really almost impossible for you to, as they say, stay in your circle. Um, You know, your, your profit is made by moving product so you have to have drivers out there delivering and things like that. How's how's your company? How's Gerard handling this crisis? Uh, we're okay. I mean, we're we're operating at uh, about a fifty to seventy five percent level right now. There's not a lot of deliveries that are that we're able to make right now. A lot of our customers are closed, and the ones that are open. Uh, are certainly understanding and that they'll take the product when they can get it. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so like I said, we're about 75%, 50% of capacity, which I thought we would be at 0%, to mm. be honest with you. So we'll, well, we'll that's a hopeful right sign now. then. Yeah. And how are you <laughs> ensuring the safety of your drivers through this? Um, well, they're just. Uh, when they make a delivery, depending on the customer, they'll often sit, stay in the truck. And if it's, let's say, stock sheets, we'll make sure that the the customer has, that they have two employees, at least two employees to take the sheets off the truck. And then my driver will just remain in the truck. Normally, they always get a signed delivery receipt, but that that's mm-hmm. not happening right now. So uh, I see. We're being cautious, as cautious as we can be. Sure. So you're doing what you can to minimize the contact between your driver and and the customer at this point. And will calls. We're still doing will calls, but the will Mm -hmm. calls are not allowed in the office. They call us up, and if it's COD, we we really request a credit card ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to our shop, they'll call our shop, and we'll come out. Or the our shop employees will go out there and loaded they're told not to get out of their truck the customers the customers should Mm -hmm. stay in their glass truck and Mm -hmm. we will load it on the truck for them and again we're not going to get a signed delivery receipt Mm -hmm. but just an acknowledgement that they did pick up the merchandise wow and that seems to be working out okay for you so far right it does. It's it's their challenges. We get uh, we're getting quite a few phone calls now from customers that we've never really heard of before, because either their vendors are closed or they're just trying to think of uh, new ways to make a quick buck, and and we're really not interested in that kind of business. So um, mm-hmm. we do turn away business. And again, having been in business a long time and been through earthquakes where we do get that same kind of right. um, reaction. We, we, at least I know how to deal with it. And 
uh, you know, you just can't be afraid to turn away business and your good customers and the, the understanding customers will always appreciate what you do for them and the business that you do turn away because it helps them in the long run. Right. You want your long-term customers to still be long-term. I understand. Yes. So throughout this whole experience, uh, what has surprised you uh, about how it's gone down, how the industry has handled it, things like that? Uh, Again, I'm surprised that we're open. I mean, I really thought that uh, Mm -hmm that we would be considered a non-essential um, business, but I do understand that we are essential. I mean, we, we do, I mean, we service hardware stores. We serve, I mean, glass shops, if a mm-hmm. storefront breaks, that mm-hmm. is a safety concern that needs to be replaced. Uh, so I, I kind of get it that while, mm-hmm. why, you know, why we are open. Um, and as long as we are open, we'll, we'll just take all the safety precautions and, and service, our customers that, that need glass. What I'm surprised with, uh, other than that, not a whole lot I'm surprised with. Uh, just uh, take it day by day. If, if the governor tells us to close down tomorrow, guess what? We're closed down tomorrow. I'm not going <laughs> to defy those orders. Right. Are you right in L.A. itself, or are you in the suburb, or right downtown? We're pretty much right in L.A. We're, we're right near C.R. Lawrence in the city of Vernon, so we're practically like a quarter mile away from C.R. Lawrence, which is just south of downtown Los Angeles. Gotcha. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the industry who visited C.R. Lawrence over the years, so they might know exactly the area that you're in. So, Well, do you have any advice for other distributors or for customers of distributors as we go through this? Well, I mean, I, I listen to pretty much all the podcasts that you've had, and, and as Lyle Hill said, uh, you know, you really got to watch your money closely, but don't offend your good customers. I mean, if you don't certainly don't look at credit limits right now. With if you've got customers that uh, have been around for a long time, and they may take a little bit extra, extra time to pay you. Uh, don't punish them for that. Continue to sell them and, and just have faith in them. On the other hand, like I mentioned, customers that you may pick up that you haven't heard from before, um, now's not the time to take credit risks on those customers. Um, mm-hmm. and if, if, if they question you, then nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, you you kind of have to just be tough with, with those kinds of customers. But... Uh, uh, your good customers will remain your good customers, and you've just got to have faith in them and, and faith in yourself that uh, you're making the right decision. All right. Gotcha. Well, that's good advice for everyone, no matter what part of the chain you're in. Well, hey, this was a very, uh, very interesting and insightful look at what a distributor is dealing with these days. And we really appreciate your time and your willingness to tell us about it. And Ireland's loss was our our gain. So thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thank you. Everybody stay safe and we'll get through this together. And now to the updates of the day. The Consolidated Glass Holdings family of companies, CGH includes J.E. Berkowitz, Delubac Specialty Glass, Global Security Glazing, Columbia Commercial Building Products, and Solar Seal, are all operational in shipping high-performance and specialty glass products to customers who are open and to active job sites. 
Glass Supply reports CGH is in excellent shape, and they are in regular communication with vendors as well. Eric Miller, CEO of Portals Hardware, says his company continues to operate at its normal service level under the current conditions. Production and supply chain are both working well with adjusted shifts and customer service uh, and sales staffs working remotely. Those are all the updates for today. It was a light update day, and I wish everyone a good rest of theirs.